Hello, this is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance. Welcome again to our podcast where we help you to elevate your grappling and using that catch wrestling knowledge, we together can keep real wrestling alive. Um, actually, I kind of have a guest, but kind of not. That's why I have the headphones on today because um, I just need it to monitor the the video that I'm going to share with you. It is an interview that I did um uh, a couple of weeks ago, but it's something that I wanted to really capture and share uh, with the audience because, yeah, there's a lot of like confusion going on um, as to what catch wrestling is. And for the, for many years, uh, I basically try to describe catch wrestling as its own language or even its own type of like cuisine. I think one of our good uh, one of our guests and good friends, uh, Sam, he. Uh, Sam Young from the Southpaw podcast kind of described it as like a cuisine, right? So if you have, say, Chinese food or Mexican food or whatever, you're not going to have someone uh, do something like it's 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 so much of its own thing that people can tell the difference, right? They can they can hear and taste and they they know the difference, right? So uh, I've had a student. His name's Henry Lopez. He's been a student for actually even before the pandemic, right? But the you know the gyms got shut down for a while, so uh, that kind of put a pause on the the training there. But um, he's one of my longer students, and he is like a really diligent student of martial arts. So he like went out and um, like trained, and not only trained, but like we teach at a. MMA school. So he's taken all the classes, so the kickboxing, the jujitsu, and amateur wrestling classes. But he also uh, got like, he downloaded all the instructional DVDs and stuff from all these really famous grapplers and, uh, and wrestlers and stuff. So he's kind of uh, put a lot of information or synthesized a lot of information. And then after that, realized that catch wrestling is still different from that. Right. So amateur wrestling, it, branched off from catch wrestling and then over the many decades you know it became really its own thing also uh, same thing with uh, jiu-jitsu you know kind of branched off from traditional Japanese jiu-jitsu it's become its own thing uh, and even no gi is becoming a, its own thing that's different from gi jiu-jitsu and whatnot so kind of wanted to um, uh, bring this to you but first we got a couple announcements so yeah uh, if anybody wants to train with us here in Los Angeles we will be at, uh, of course, Fight Science MMA. We're still there. Also, uh, we'll probably be adding another class um, at UCLA. So we'll be doing three, if not more, classes. So it'll be like a catch wrestling specific class, uh, Chinese kickboxing specific class, and then we'll be doing a mixed class where we combine the catch wrestling with the with the sanda, the Chinese kickboxing together to do a um a like you know basically an, an mma class which is like you know totally I, i've always felt that uh the sanda blends with the catch wrestling even better than to like muay thai and jiu-jitsu or even muay thai and uh amateur wrestling so uh i got the opportunity to um uh like teach a class at ucla for that so it'd be starting this coming fall quarter there at UCLA. Um, Eileen, thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, Eileen is asking if I do private lessons. Yes, so it would just have to be scheduled. And then, you know, we can totally find the, the you know, basically find a time that works for both of us. So yes, of course. And here's my cat. If anybody's watching the, the, the Twitch or the YouTube, All right? So <laughs> my cat just jumped up here. So his name's Rufus. He usually just sleeps alongside me, but I guess he's really energetic right now. But so anyway, I was excited about the new class and we'll, we'll be experimenting on, you know, basically having students mix the two styles that I personally believe are the best mix for mixed martial arts or even for self-defense and stuff. So um, that should be uh, coming pretty soon, you know, just in a few weeks. The classes start uh, right at the beginning of October. Um, let me see. Big James Radio, 
where is the gym now? So Fight Science MMA is located in uh, what we call Mid-City Los Angeles. So it is in the middle of this giant city. Um, and it is um, uh, kind of near the 10 freeway. At, so basically, they're right in the middle. If, if you look at a map of Los Angeles, especially the southern part that's south of the like the mountain range thing. So uh, if you're looking at like, kind of like the main part of Los Angeles, it would be really right right close to the center of it near uh, the, the big street that runs north-south is called La Brea. And then the, the street that it's on that runs east-west is Washington Boulevard. So it is kind of right in the middle. Um, all right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get to this interview. So it's about seven minutes long, uh, but Henry himself will explain to you kind of like what he discovered um, just by training and, um, you know, it'll be a little bit different than what you expect, or, or at least what a lot of people might be tr like trying to get people to think of as catch wrestling. It's my, it might not be what you're thinking. Okay. So go ahead and play it here. I'm Raul of the Catch Wrestling Alliance. I'm here with one of our longer students now, Henry, right? Henry Lopez, right? <laughs> so, um, he had an epiphany recently. And I think it'd be, I think it should be shared with other people because I think he's, he's uh, understood like the difference between catch wrestling and other styles of martial arts. So, um, so you'd been watching like a bunch of different like instructional videos and stuff. And you also like here at Fight Science, it's an MMA school. So uh, we teach, you know, jujitsu and, you know, amateur wrestling and catch wrestling as well. Um, so you'd been kind of studying all these different styles, mm -hmm. right? And then like one day, can you kind of tell us like <laughs> how you kind of realized the difference between catch wrestling and other styles? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of catch wrestling online that I don't really think is catch wrestling. And I always thought it was just takedowns and everyone always talks about this brutal submission or something and it kind of dilutes all of catch wrestling into this idea that it's just takedown that it's just wrestling it's just amateur wrestling with submissions which it's most definitely not it's way more than that and one day i was watching you roll with one of uh, the students and i saw that every single time he was taking you down you were always catching a double wrist lock and then riding it all the way through to a submission and i was and i thought to myself oh that's catch wrestling it's it's not just the takedowns it's not just the rides it's it's the mat wrestling it's uh it's positions that are inherently catch wrestling yeah like say like in jujitsu you would have a half guard system but in catch wrestling there's systems in and of themselves from say half hatch or double wrist lock and uh, watching you get taken down but you were choosing when to get taken down and how to get taken down into a submission. Uh, that's when I really had an epiphany. I was like, oh, catch wrestling is way more than just takedowns or lock flows like you see on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah even more like it's not just like uh, strength against strength, right? And exactly. whoever the strongest can mm -hmm. win, a lot of times there is like that mix of where it's like, yeah, you, you can give a little bit, mm -hmm. and uh, but you can kind of control the, the fall, right? So exactly. if you're being taken down, you can kind of control the outcome of that fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, that's why I always thought, oh, well, maybe jiu-jitsu is more for me because being a smaller guy, I weigh like 145, um, you're always shown that jiu-jitsu can, you can beat the bigger man. Um, and in all these supposedly catch wrestling videos that I've seen online, it's always this 250-pound instructor doing it on like a 135-pound guy. And it, sometimes those moves don't work, but what I realize is that in real catch wrestling, you can outsmart your opponent on the mat. Yeah, it doesn't end when you get taken down. And there you can, it does take a lot of skill to get into those positions, but uh, I feel like it's a martial art that can apply to everybody, not just the 250 pound catch wrestling instructor doing it on their tiny students. Yeah, so, so when you do the jiu-jitsu classes here, um, do you like use some of the catch wrestling in those classes? Or? Yes, most definitely, because I feel, I don't know if it's just the general status quo or zeitgeist of grappling or jiu-jitsu, that some things are just not allowed. So never give up your back, um, you know, like just never give up your back. But in catch wrestling, there's a whole system that you can use from 
defensive position or referee's position, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, um, where you can attack your opponent from there. And yeah, that's just opened up an entire new world of grappling to me. It's not, I'm not just always just going to my back. And if someone passes my guard, then I know that the fight's not over. Even if they have, quote unquote, my back, um, I can still attack from there. And I just feel like it just made me an overall better grappler. No, oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, I'm hearing a lot of stories about you. Right? <laughs> uh, people in the jiu-jitsu class, they uh, have a real difficult time rolling with you. So I think that's a mm-hmm. great sign. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it all the stuff that you do hear about catch wrestling, like you know, like the heavy rides and the the how painful it is. It is true, but um, to minimize it to just that is doing catch wrestling a disservice because mm-hmm. it is a very technical martial art. But it does take time to learn. I feel like you can't just learn it in like six months and say you're a catch wrestler. You know catch wrestling, but you're not a catch wrestler. And I think that's the biggest problem with catch wrestling. Most of the catch wrestling online is people calling themselves catch wrestlers when they're very good grapplers, but they're not catch wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you might know or you might have seen a couple of things like from authentic catch wrestling and then just taking that or just learning those couple of things doesn't make you a catch wrestler. Right. It, it is its own kind of style or its own language, All right? So um, yeah, I'm glad you, you realized that. Um, is there anything else that you kind of uh, like found that like it's like a real like uh, like a plus to your grappling, like just in general from yeah. catch wrestling? Yeah, I feel like catch wrestling just has made me just not fearless in terms of just getting into any position and then wrestling my way out, and not wrestling in terms of taking taking someone else down but say if I miss a shot and I get stuck underneath I'm, I don't feel like I'm stuck underneath I'm constantly attacking mm-hmm. even if they have me in the front headlock I'm constantly attacking if they're going to my back I'm constantly threatening submissions double wrist locks even if they're on my back I just feel like it's made me a more dangerous grappler and just more well-rounded overall all right mm-hmm. that's really good to hear because actually that was something that when I trained with Billy Robinson privately in Arkansas uh, that's what that's basically he, that's how he wanted me to coach because mm-hmm. he felt that if he if the students didn't know the mat wrestling stuff all the ground wrestling of catch wrestling then they're gonna fear doing takedowns because they'll end up on bottom they'll get smashed mm-hmm. uh, and they won't know what to do um, so now yeah you can even like you you can be fearless going for a takedown because if it fails and you end up on bottom you'll still be all right, right? Is that that how you're feeling? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And I feel like um, even if I don't get a takedown, uh, even if I get taken down, I can wrestle my way back up. And if I keep getting taken down, the person that's taking me down is exerting a humongous amount of energy. And eventually I will catch them in something, a double wrist lock, or I'll roll them, or I can can hit different things from quote-unquote defensive positions, what they would say in jiu-jitsu, where they're on my back or something, mm-hmm. um, and I can attack from those positions, where they're, they're exerting strength and I'm using more technique mm-hmm. to try and get the pin. Yeah, yeah. awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. All right, mm-hmm. cool. So um, I don't want to take up too much more of the time. <laughs> I know I've got to get out of here, but is there any way to, uh, like, say, if anybody wants to find you online, is there Instagram or anything? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at HenryXEdge. You can just DM me. Want to talk grappling, catch wrestling, pro wrestling, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on there. All right. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Um, hopefully it kind of gave a better, at least from someone else's perspective, uh, stuff that I've been trying to explain for a lot for the longest time. Uh, everything is different, and I think people... Um, there are a lot of people online that this talk reminded me of a lot of people online saying like, Oh, it's all grappling. Right. But then they wouldn't necessarily say that when it comes to like a striking art, like boxing or kickboxing, you know, it's all, it's all striking. Right. So, um, that is one thing. Actually, I'm going to take this off here. So it helps me to (laughs) concentrate a little bit better here. All right. So, um, I, again, I hope that helped kind of clear the uh, clear or make make the idea more clear that catch wrestling is its own style and not everything is just grappling. That it just you know it's it, it, catch wrestling again. It's its own language. It's like it's its own cuisine, right? Its own style of of doing things. Um, all right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get to the next comment. So Eileen uh, got, 
put in another comment. It says, this is why it's so important to expose yourself to different vernaculars of grappling. Always got to challenge your own assumptions about what works. Uh, yes, I think this is true. There's, I think there's a lot to that, though. So it's like, yeah, uh, ultimately you have to like find um, a lot of the techniques that work for your body type because there, there's some techniques that work really well. Like say if you're a taller wrestler, right? There's some takedowns that are, you know, are spectacular. They can work for um, for like someone who's shorter or whatever, but um, it'll definitely be different, like a different scenario that you would probably want to try to execute some of these techniques. So a lot of them really work, um, but yeah, you kind of have to test them out in different uh, scenarios, different times, like if it doesn't quite work for you at first. So you definitely want to try them out um, uh, for you know several times before you give up on them, right? Also, um, you definitely want to um, like kind of like see like how other styles do things, right? So it it is good to kind of expose yourself to different styles so that you can understand how to apply your techniques to their common reactions, right? Right. So how to, you know, just get that toe hold when they, uh, you know, try to get you into half guard with their shin across your chest, like a Z guard or um, these types of different things that are pretty common, right? But a lot of times they, they're not thinking in a, in a catch wrestling kind of way. So uh, you can counter a lot of common positions uh, of, of nogi jujitsu with catch wrestling stuff, like especially like toe holds and stuff. Gridiron Masters. Uh, Billy Robinson said that the triangle predates jujitsu. He said there were old books in Europe that illustrate the position. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing there. Um, you know, there's even, you know, like in, in ancient Egypt, right, There's there were what paintings of uh, all these different wrestling positions and whatnot. So it's like, uh, again you know grappling is like the oldest sport are you it you know who knows what the oldest sport really was but people have been grappling and people have been fighting and doing combat sports for since the dawn of time really so uh yes <laughs> uh so i'm sure we can find um you know all kinds of all these techniques that people are trying to claim uh, are new you know i'm sure it's probably on some cave somewhere uh yet to be discovered right um, so like we have what wrestling in the Bible in the old Testament, or we call like the Hebrew Bible is there. Right. And then also what's the, it's the, the oldest book that we have of, of what, civilization, right. The Epic of Gilgamesh again, it's like it pretty much, uh, almost like right at the beginning, there's, there's wrestling. Right. So, um, so it, it's been there since the dawn of time. And yeah, there's, you know, so people, you know, people spending time doing wrestling. I mean, they've, they develop all kinds of wrestling techniques, grappling techniques. Um, so actually that, that kind of reminds me of, you know, like say online when people, you put out a technique and then someone says, oh, that is never going to work against whatever, you know, against like some seasoned jujitsu guy, or this is never going to work against a wrestler. But it's like, uh, it's like a real technique. It's not like, we're now we're just like making stuff up, you know. It's like there's like real stuff that's worked in real wrestling matches, real uh, MMA matches, and whatnot. It's just like like when people make those comments to me, it just shows their ignorance, or they they must be uh, new to the sport. And actually, several times these people have exposed themselves as like being like noobs, right? And just like keyboard warriors. So it's like. A lot of times when you hear these weird comments, it's they're they, they expose more about themselves than uh, than like anyone who's like an actual expert. They're not really experts. Um, all right. Next question. Eileen gets good. I like the aspect of catch where based on the matches I've watched, the pace seems slower and people are more willing to concede takedowns because of the lack of points. Yeah, it's it is like, like the way um, Coach Roy Wood in Wigan put it. When I was there, it's like this is one of the closest uh, things or the closest sports you can get to a real fight, right? So you might feel like 
at first you might hear that and think like, oh, what about MMA? Isn't that closer to a real fight? Well, yes and no. So yes, MMA has strikes and you can always like strike someone in a real fight. But again, it's now it has like a point system. Um, it has rounds and whatnot. So traditionally in catch wrestling, you go until someone wins and there are no points. So who cares if you get taken down? You're not you're not all of a sudden behind on points. In MMA, if someone can't finish you and they get a few takedowns, they're going to win the round, right? So then now all of a sudden you're concerned. That, oh, they've taken me down, but they can't finish me. So you're all of a sudden you're losing in the eyes of the judges. Whereas in a real fight, who cares? It's, it's not over until someone wins. So this is this is catch wrestling. Or this is traditional catch wrestling. So someone is not a winner until they actually win or either they get a pin or the submission right so um going back to eileen's specific comment about maybe a little bit of a slower pace yes because again there's uh, no no real time limit in our events we have a 20 minute time limit um so you like you can use that as a strategy right to wear down your opponent to um uh see if you can't use the kind of like that that wearing down or the making them tired type of strategy uh to uh get your opponent to fatigue so much that th that you can then like move them around and get that pin right so this is one of the strategies that farmer burns mentioned in his writings a long time ago uh back in iowa where um he was saying basically like make make your opponent do reps if you can if you can get them down underneath you you know just push that head down you know go ahead and let let them come up because they're going to want to resist you right once your head's being pushed down then they're going to want to use all their back muscles and neck muscles to uh to like fight back and get their head up and he says just push their head down again just do that over and over and uh, they're going to fatigue it's it's only natural right um let me see next question grappling guy actually i want to skip to this one necro eric are you live right now yes so that was a quick answer that was a that was a quick question to get out of the way so yes yes necro eric we're we're live right now um let me see okay oh, let me scoot back now now i hold on one second okay so going back to where we were Grappling guy, big fan of your channel. Keep up the good work, brother. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for commenting. Okay, Eileen gets good. Means less emphasis on speed, power, winning over technique. Correct. Correct. So yeah, much more uh, technique, right? <laughs> winning over everything, right? Big James Radio. I have used the shoulder roll from defense position you taught me countless times. Sometimes, even if I can't get the full short sit-out seatbelt. Yeah, you don't really need the, them to grab you in seatbelt, just as long as you can get wrist control, you know? Like, so, um, And but you, you definitely have to feel it out. Like, if you have, um, like, you don't, I guess if you watch our videos, <laughs> if, if you don't really want to have, like, too shallow of control over their wrist, you want to definitely, like, if you have wrist control, see if you can't pull it all the way across your chest. Right, so that's one of the things you're gonna want to do before you try doing uh, any of these these rolls, and we call them far elbows. Or um, so, yeah. So just keep keep at it. Okay, Necro Eric, what are your thoughts on catch wrestling, like UWF Japan? Um, example: Kazuo Yamasaki and Nibo Nibuhiko Takada from 1984. It worked shoot style, uh, so it's not an actual fight, but a lot of techniques of catch wrestling are still used. So I was curious your thoughts on it. Okay, thank you for your question. Um, ultimately, I'm going to prefer authentic catch wrestling over anything, right? So it, it, it's some of these styles, even though they show off a lot of great technique, um, I would still prefer to watch like even a, a kushti match, right? So you have uh some indian guys um wrestling in a sand arena in india i'd prefer that over some of these work matches really um, that that's just my opinion a lot of people are um 
you know, happy to watch pro wrestling. I know a lot of pro wrestlers, and I do enjoy a bunch of these pro wrestling matches, but, um, you know, like our, our goal here is to keep real wrestling alive, right? And um, uh, hopefully we can get people excited about the real thing, right? Real catch wrestling. So uh, even though some of these matches can kind of show off uh, some really great catch wrestling uh, techniques and whatnot if we can get people watching the real thing or excited about watching real matches uh, that would be the ultimate goal in my mind gridiron masters i heard someone use josh barnett maybe said i heard someone say what josh barnett tapping to gordon ryan is a way of saying catch was beaten by jiu-jitsu. If the triangle wasn't invented by jiu-jitsu, then that makes no sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, um, again, <laughs> my cat is just going nuts over here. Ah, I, okay, let me sit. All right. Um, um, yeah, 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 exactly. It's not necessarily um, uh, like, like that because, again, it's like it's definitely going to be going back and forth. Uh, and back in the day, right, you know, jiu-jitsu and judo um, always, pretty much always got beat by by wrestlers and stuff. So, um, no, it's like sometimes you, you win some and you lose some. But, yeah, you're right. It makes no sense. Eileen gets good. Does catch wrestling require a different approach to strength and conditioning from folk style due to the slower, more technical pace? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, but you still want to, like, have the explosive power when you, say, like, if you have something locked in, like a submission hold locked in, and uh, you need that little extra boost to, you know, say, get your pin or get your submission, get the person to tap out. Um, yeah, you, you, you'll definitely still want to be doing the weights and still doing, uh, the training for explosive power because chances are you're going to need it, right? Uh, Necro Eric. That's fair. Always curious on it, especially that UWF style where it's damn well near MMA, but it's work. I mean, isn't it? I mean, Eric, I mean, do you, don't you feel it's a little disappointing? You know, it's like when you find out that it is a work, you know, and, and a lot of the, the matches in Japan of these various organizations, they were works, you know, and some of them look very real. And, um, and I, I, I think people get, at least in my opinion, they, people seem to get really disappointed when they, they, they didn't know that it was a work and then they find out. Right. And then, you know, it's, it almost kind of turns people off to it, but I mean, you know, you have people get, have different, different uh, reactions to it um so um well, like you said yeah the appeal is certainly not for everyone yeah yeah so it's almost like i wish they would just make sure that it, everything is labeled like pro wrestling or it's a work or i don't know just just as long as it's clear then um you know people can enjoy it at least me, maybe maybe me maybe I, I'm just talking about myself right then I'd enjoy it more because I've, I've enjoyed plenty of pro wrestling matches and stuff and like like I said some of my good friends are pro wrestlers and like I enjoy watching their matches uh, and I appreciate their um, their abilities you know their their technical abilities because some of them are really good really good so um, uh, but yeah it's different it's different Eileen gets good do catch tournaments events have weight classes or since they tend to be so small is it typically open divisions um yeah sometimes we've we've done it where we did have weight classes like in in our events in iowa we had you know several competitors so we we could have weight classes uh also um yeah it, it almost kind of does depend on uh how like the pool of of wrestlers you have um also you can you can do events similar to mma events where uh it would be like you know kind of like you'll have like a match right so two people you know and it won't be a tournament style or maybe you can do or like what we did in uh singapore in our event there we had four competitors and so we did a four-man tournament so you, you can you know we we've done all kinds of 
uh, things like that, where it's like one-off matches or a small tournament, or we had uh, larger tournaments with several weight divisions. But traditionally, it would be like uh, you if you had a coach uh, that that thinks that their opponent or their wrestler can beat this other coach's wrestler, then they would set up a match, and then people would go out onto the field in England and. Um, and then people would bet on them and whatnot. And that that's kind of how it was more in a more traditional sense where it was like, oh, I, I think my guy can beat your guy. Who cares about <clears throat> like their size difference or the weight difference? Um, so that's why catch wrestling can be a little bit more uh, flexible in that way. So, yeah, one of our events, the second event in Iowa, we, it was more like an absolute tournament. But we had a we had it be double elimination. So uh, someone could maybe perhaps come back and uh, win it. Ooh, let me oh, guys I'm making a lot of comments. Let me scroll back real quick. Uh Necro Eric. Yeah, I knew beforehand so I was able to appreciate the techniques of rings promotions and UWF Japan style cuz I'm a bit younger and I trained as an amateur Greco wrestler before learning about pro wrestling. My appreciation is very different. Yeah. I think it's good. Any events planned for this year or next year? Yeah, hopefully we can get something uh, going, um, uh, like for before the end of this year. So that, that's the goal. That's the goal. So Eileen, if you wanna, if you wanna compete, you know, start training now. Right? Uh, grappling guy, don't forget Jacob wrestling. God got his hip pretty good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Talking about the 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 Hebrew Bible or the Old Testament. So yeah, exactly. There, you know, wrestling's been around since the dawn of time. Necro Eric, I knew it was a work beforehand, but I can imagine if you think it's an actual fight, especially with how big MMA is in general in Japan and was in the 90s with Pride, Dream, and all them indie ones. Eileen gets good. The fight card approach sounds like a good solution to the problem of too few wrestlers. I agree. <laughs> Necro Eric, I wish there was more wrestling in the Olympics. It's actually sad that it was nearly being considered to be removed. Yeah, it actually was removed, but... But people uh, got together and protested hard, and uh, it was—I I believe that it was uh, reestablished like provisionally or whatever. So I think it's still kind. People can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was still kind of like on thin ice with the Olympics. Um, but like with that being said, then I kind of well, we'll see what happens. In a way, I still kind of feel like uh, you know, over the decades, if 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 we still continue to do the Olympics then it might even just shift to nogi you know it might be like uh what what's that adcc like you know just shift to adcc rules who cares about you know like whatever uh, freestyle or folk style i uh, don't no, freestyle or uh, greco uh just eliminate those and then you know switch to uh adcc no nogi because because I believe now, I think more people in the world do that, or like at least yeah, more people in the world probably do nogi than uh, the amateur wrestling styles that are in the Olympics. And so I think uh, if that trend continues, then they'll probably just wipe out both freestyle and Greco. <laughs> Henry Lopez commented. All right, so thanks for making an appearance, Henry. Um, there's no ADCC champ is passing the Olympic drug drug test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if they test for weed. I mean, at, at least, at minimum. Uh, Necro Eric. Greco is so fun to watch, though. That, that takes some power in the legs. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, you definitely, um, you see those big, you know, those big, huge like you know um you know lifts and you know suplexes and stuff like that said so, yeah but but yeah i think unfortunately you know it, it still could be lost right so that'd just be my my guess right over the decades if we still do the olympics because there's even 
all these cities who host the Olympics now, they're also complaining just because it costs like billions of dollars or like over a billion dollars now to, to have the Olympics in your city. So um, it, you know, people are not wanting to host it or cities are not wanting to host it. So, um, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. There are some changes that will probably need to be made. Right. So, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Again, thanks, uh, Henry Lopez for, uh, commenting. Hopefully you saw earlier your, your, the video, there was like the full seven minutes. So, uh, I think I won't play it again. Or maybe, maybe we will just for, for, you know, just, you know, um, so anybody who hears this or watches this later, you know, just scroll back to the, the part where you can see Henry's full interview, basically talking about how, um, he discovered that catch wrestling was its own thing, right? Actually, Henry, if you're still watching, um, let me know if you have any other uh, uh, comments, you know, I mean, uh, is there any other kind of perspective or points of view on these other things like amateur wrestling and whatnot? Jonathan Jimenez. Oh, seven minutes of Henry Lopez. Do you want to watch that again, Jonathan? Or did you miss it? Well, I'll play it. I'll play it. Like, like, don't, like, I'll, I'll totally do it. I'll totally play it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eileen gets good. Muay Thai is being considered for the Olympics. And to be honest, I'm not a fan. Just look at how the Olympic Committee neutered judo to make it less similar to wrestling. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, they took out a lot of judo techniques. Um, and so, yeah, they, they want, I guess, I don't know who knows what what they want ultimately, but yeah, you see these different sports get neutered, right? Because of the Olympics, so it's like they they will become more, or they'll, they'll lose more of the martial art aspect, and uh, they'll become more sport oriented. So it 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 becomes like very different from the original style, or right? the original parent style, or the original parent version. Just like freestyle, how it came from catch wrestling. Uh, it, it's become far, far removed. <laughs> Henry Lopez. I know what I said. No need to watch. Jonathan Jimenez. I said boo. <laughs> uh, Henry, uh, let me see. Yeah, Henry just replying to Eileen says, yeah, yeah, um, very true about judo. Rules dictate the style. And it's such a diluted form of the art than it was than it originally was. Necro Eric, do you believe that Billy Robinson is a catch wrestling legend as most pro wrestlers do? Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, Billy Robinson spent the majority of his career in pro wrestling, so he also uh, taught pro wrestling for the longest time. Um, so yeah, if you're talking pro wrestling, yeah, and it's great to see a British wrestler you know that's so well respected by americans as well and japanese you know but i mean with regards to you know like pro wrestling being so huge in the united states it, it's great that people are respecting are respectful of him so that that is a very great thing Yeah, Eileen gets good. Yeah, same with Taekwondo, sport karate, looking at old karate, TKD videos from the 90s when they're actually allowed to kick the crap out of each other instead of foot fencing. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's like some, it reminds me, um, say at UCLA, I have some Korean students that uh, do have a background in, in Taekwondo, and then, um, you know, a lot of them didn't know that you can actually catch kicks, and they they, they think it's so, since it's not really what they do ever, so um, they think it's just impossible. But then if you learn the proper technique and timing, then you can totally do it. And it happens in other styles. It happens in Muay Thai all the time. <laughs> so uh, it's just not really what they are trained to do because of the dominance of the Olympic style of Taekwondo. All right. Yeah, keep on asking your questions. We can uh, totally uh, continue answering them. Um, but hopefully you, you got a lot out of the video that I played. Uh, and also, uh, if you did, you know, feel free to, um, you know, like, uh, check out 
any of our other things, uh, or you can support us by becoming a member of this channel. Um, this uh, this channel on our on the YouTube on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also, if you want to learn, and if you're not in Los Angeles or if you're not on the East Coast with my buddy John Strickland, uh, you can join our online academy, the CWA Academy, at our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Uh, you're totally free to do that. Um, you know, so, you know, we appreciate any of it. And just like we were kind of talking about to um, Eileen, responding to Eileen's question, yeah, we definitely want to try to uh, get some matches going before the end of this year. It seems like all, it seems like all the grappling stuff is going is back in full swing. So we want to try to um, have some matches before the end of this year. And so, yeah, any of your support will just goes to that, really. Necro Eric. Cheers. I sub. Thanks for keeping Catch Wrestling alive. Well, thank you for watching, especially on Twitch. It's like I never know, uh, you know who's on there. So thank you for commenting. Gridiron Masters. Do you, do you ever plan to start chapters? There's nothing in Texas. Uh, yeah, yeah. So basically the way the, way the academy works is that uh, once you, you – there's different levels. So more levels of proficiency, then, you know, you get the certification, almost like, you know, belts in jiu-jitsu and, you know, a higher level of certification. You know, you can still be coaching even at a lower level, but at least you're, you're, you're proficient at some of the foundational essential techniques. So, yeah, you, it could be you. It could be you, right? Henry Lopez, a big difference in amateur to catch is the stalemate. In amateur, you can work to a stalemate, but in catch, you have to wrestle out of the position regardless of time. A lot more applicable to nogi, etc. Eileen gets good. If I were to have the option to train at a, B, at a nogi BJJ gym as well as a wrestling club with no submissions, would you recommend just doing the wrestling or working both in throughout the week? Uh, that, that is a very good question. Um, I, I actually work out at a, um, well, at, at the, at the MMA studio that I teach at, they do have amateur wrestling. I don't go to it, <laughs> uh, but I also, um, teach at a, um, actually I would like, I would like Henry Lopez to kind of comment on this. Actually, I mean, I should have asked him during our interview, but hopefully you're still there, Henry. Um, because say like at the jujitsu gym that I train at, they also have, I think they're having a couple days where they do, where they have amateur wrestling, uh, whether it be a mix of folk style or just freestyle. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm not seeing it being as applicable to nogi or even cat wrestling. Um, Henry, if you're still there, uh, have you done the amateur wrestling classes at Fight Science? And because I think you you do well against some of the the students in those classes, right? Like when they come to jujitsu or whatever, or even our class catch wrestling. Um, I mean, do you have any thoughts about that? I mean, in a way, like so to answer your question, from my my opinion, Eileen, um, I'd kind of I'd want you to still be aware of the submission holds. So not not only just like like I, I wouldn't want you to like just roll over onto your back and like be shrimping and uh, you know doing everything from from like guard and whatnot. You still I would still want you to try to uh, wrestle right or at least try to be on top. Or if you end up being on bottom, uh, you you would go to what they would call turtle or you become like or more of a referee's position, uh, referee's kind of defensive position. Uh, where you can get like not not only back out from underneath, uh, you can also try to set up your sub, your counter submissions too. So I think you could be doing those things much easier at a no gi jujitsu class as opposed to uh, even doing a folk style or you know freestyle class. Uh, Eileen gets good. That is a great question. So uh, let me read it. I know the 10th planet near me has wrestling day, but I'm concerned. It's just basically going to be a takedown class. Yes, this is another thing. A lot of people think that wrestling, wrestling, the, the word itself, and you see it a lot when people talk about MMA, like, oh, someone's wrestling is really good. And a lot of times that just means their takedowns are really good. So 
uh, yeah, that would concern me too, Eileen. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, again, it might even just be better to do the, the, like the, just the straight up Nogi. Because that's kind of what I've been, or that, that's my opinion has been evolving or whatever, I guess. Uh, so that's how it is right now. So let me see. Henry Lopez, I have taken the wrestling class. It's definitely different. A lot more drilling from specific positions, single leg, etc., and a lot of live wrestling. Maybe that's just our gym, though. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I, I, th I think that's kind of how it goes. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of that. Say so drilling these different amateur wrestling positions. Not to say that they're not applicable in catch wrestling, because it would still be considered. Uh, something that you can totally do in a catch wrestling match, uh, but you might not be so cognizant of how you can be countered or submitted in a catch wrestling way. And that's kind of what I've seen a lot, you know, like where even at the jujitsu gym I train at, they, um, some of the lower level belts, you know, they get excited when they submit a, a wrestler, right? So, um, I would say it's like it's, they didn't necessarily submit a, a catch wrestler, right? Or whatever, or you know, like because because of the amateur wrestling not being so cognizant of how people can counter them with a lot of submission holds. So, gridiron masters wrestling is a dirty word where I train. It's eye rolling. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we're kind of on the same page with that. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think there's a lot there in a way. Yeah, hopefully you can find a no-gi place where uh, people are more open-minded and, you know, so you can you get some good training in and they, they're not yelling at you too much if you play more defensively. Or, I'm mean, not saying more defensively, but, like, uh, where you kind of, instead of uh, being chest-to-chest -to, -chest to somebody where you're on your back, you try to get out or you or you can go to turtle or be more of a defensive like referees position and you can do a lot of your counters from there um hopefully they don't get too mad hopefully they're cool with that and i think you should be fine all right okay so again if anybody wants to um oh so eileen gets good do you have any recommendations for a good strength and conditioning program for catch wrestling we actually do have one that uh one of my well my strength and conditioning coach uh put together it's on our website but a lot of it is doing so i was also a trainer for uh ucla back in the day so um, i would train different uh students and um uh, basically we do have to we have to train any, everyone there um, but a lot of it is uh, knowing how to do, like, how to lift weights in a way that are more specific to your sport. You don't necessarily have to be doing all these things like battle ropes and whatnot. You can. That, that's totally fine. Um, but that would, that would be like training your muscular endurance. But you also have to know how to train your, um, like, say, like, explosive power. Or, you know, so you can, you can always be doing these different types of training as well but if you can just be doing the basics in the weight room right now you know with squats for your legs uh any kind of like push so any chest press any row any shoulder press any lat pull down uh those things will really help help you and help stabilize your shoulder joints your hips and your knees uh but also stretching as well so even if you like if you find a yoga class you like uh, all that stuff's great Big James Radio, RIP Gene, well, RIP Gene LaBelle. Yes, and um, yeah, he unfortunately he passed away. And yeah, thanks for bringing Gene up because he was a big supporter of, of our first event, which was held at UCLA uh, several years ago now. And he, Gene LaBelle, he provided uh, prizes for uh, the wrestlers. Um, it was it was a small, oh, I, sh oh, I should have, I should have had because uh, he, he he also gave uh, patches. These really cool patches that were you know wrestling patches. So he gave me a ton of them. Um, so I I definitely have one. It's not if I would have prepared properly, I would have been able to show you. 
but uh yeah he definitely will be missed and uh, yeah he does have a connection to us and you know he you know he was very supportive of what we of what we were doing so yes that is very sad yeah cuz he was a, he you know he lived in Los Angeles and um so it's like you know I I've lived here for many years and I know a lot of different people so it's like you kind of know other people who know who've worked with Gene and um so yeah it becomes like this community so it's like a, he's kind of like a part of the community so yeah, it's very sad All right so with that being said if you want to help support this channel please support us by becoming a member on our YouTube channel uh for those of you who want to train and get like say certified uh through the Catch Wrestling Alliance then please go to our uh our website catchwrestlingalliance.com and become a member of the CWA Academy on there though on our website we also have really cool kind of one off courses uh, the latest one was our Pressure Pass System Volume One. Definitely want to get Pressure Pass System Volume Two out sooner than later. So uh, hopefully we can get that coming up. Also, again, for those of you who are students at UCLA, uh, we will be starting a not only like a Sanda Chinese kickboxing course. Uh, we we have that. We also have the catch wrestling course as well. But then now um, I was asked if I could teach a a Sanda catch wrestling mixed martial arts course plus in there one of the things i wanted to mention speaking of different wrestling styles was that um you know on our channel sometimes we'll talk about different wrestling styles that might not get so much attention and most specifically like um sumo wrestling right they have a lot of really cool takedowns uh, that are done really fast um but another style that is considered to be like the the original style that that kind of has it has the same rules virtually as as sumo is Chinese wrestling so the jacket wrestling we also want to try to get a little bit more of a focus on that because there is international competition in traditional Chinese wrestling or it's referred to as shuai jiao in in English right so um uh, we want to see if we can't do that maybe we get a team for that because they do international competitions uh in different cities around the world actually i think the last world competition was here and in, in california it was in like san francisco i believe uh but they do it in different cities in different countries so it'd be cool to get a team going because um you know if you compete and win then you can travel and whatnot so um i think that'll be great i'd like to kind of build that up too all right so again thanks everyone for watching and listening you know like wherever you get your podcasts or you know watching on twitch or youtube i we i personally appreciate all of it and well let's try to get some more matches going all right so thanks again hopefully everyone can uh you know help us keep real wrestling alive if you learn the style it can only elevate your grappling so uh think about it and we appreciate all your support